listening to the Taming Crazy podcast with Alicia, Deb, and Sue, where each week we'll share our views from the middle. We're talking the ups, the downs, and everything in between of being a midlife woman in today's world. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome to season three of the Taming Crazy podcast. I'm Alicia and I'm joined by two of my favorite people, Deb and Sue. Hello, girls. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? Oh, that was high. <laughs> it was a high, high. <laughs> oh my God. So how do we begin? Because it's been forever since we sat down for our chats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long has it been? Like five months, I think. Wow. Isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> it seems like it's been much longer than five months. Yeah. Well, it? no, when we take a break, we know how to take a break. Yeah, we do. <laughs> no, I know. I don't think we expected to be on break for so long, but no. And to be honest, I had to figure out this whole tech stuff all over again because I'd forgotten so much of it. Mm-hmm. So much has happened over the past five months or whatever it's been forever however it feels yeah so sue i'm going to put you on the hot seat and why don't you give us an update on what's been happening for you because i think you've probably gone through the most changes (laughs) well yes uh rather well excitingly and kind of unexpectedly i got myself a job in nova scotia and so that was in august and by the by late October, I was in Nova Scotia, <laughs> living <laughs> on my own. <laughs> yeah, so I've I've been here since October. Like my husband and my youngest have now joined me. My oldest is still in Alberta, so I have had one child fly the nest. Yeah, and that it's kind of been a wild few months. I think probably the last time we spoke, I maybe told you that I had an interview. yes yes that's right I think when the three of us got together you had an interview and then it was oh my god (laughs) I'm moving (laughs) and for anybody that doesn't know Nova Scotia is way over on the east coast of Canada and Deb and I are way over on the west coast of Canada (laughs) so we are four time zones apart if you know, so that's how big Canada is. Just in case, you know, you're not from Canada and don't realize it's a bloody big country. <laughs> and the thing is, as well, like, obviously, I needed a vehicle, but I flew here. So bless him. My husband drove across Canada with my car. And then a few weeks ago, he did it again with the other car and my son. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Aww. he's driven across Canada twice in the space of like six months. God love him, Sue, because that is a horrible drive. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It was not good in late fall. It was even worse in, uh, in January. Oh, Oh. yeah. (laughs) Especially when, you know, they were following other activities that were also heading east. That's right. Yes. Yes. Not a good time right now. And we're not going to go down that road tonight because we want to keep it upbeat. (laughs) So, Sue, you're all snuggled in your new place and things are going good? 
Yeah, well, I am in a rented house at the moment. It is possibly the cutest place in the world. Um, it looks like a postcard. It looks like a cottage on a postcard. And we take possession of our new home in 10 days. <laughs> you bought a place. Oh, oh that is so it... exciting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's It's been a pretty wild six months, really. So whereabouts in Nova Scotia Sea are you? So I'm in Mahone Bay, which okay. is on the South Shore. It's not far from Lunenburg, which is a UNESCO site. And yes. it's about an hour and yeah, about an hour from Halifax. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so like Peggy's Cove, the the lighthouse that you see, like, you know very stereotypical Nova Scotia image. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about an hour and a half's drive from there, but right mm-hmm. on the coast. So, yes, I can go down and get blown by the Atlantic Sea. <laughs> yes. Oh, that sounds lovely. And you sound really happy about it, Sue. So that's oh, great. My that's mental exciting. health has just improved so much being here. Like, yeah. it, it's tough having a kid back in Alberta, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it's... I, I feel very settled and at home here. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So good to hear. Yeah, it oh, is. Thank you. Very, very good. Yay. Yay, Yay. Sue. So, Deb, how about you? You've also made some changes. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess we all flew from out of Alberta and I went to BC. Yay! yes so you are permanently here now just like I am that's right so basically the three of us fled Alberta over the last year or so (laughs) and we scattered (laughs) well Deb and I not so far away but you know what I mean yeah and Um, none of it was planned (laughs) it was not we didn't drink a bottle of wine one night and go let's do something crazy (laughs) hey speaking of which there are loads of vineyards around here. Well, there we go. So we mm-hmm. need road trips. Aha, uh-huh. yes. help. Fly. Don't don't road trip. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> when I say road trip to like... Road trip from the airport. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, well, that's good. De- so, Deb, you're all settled here now. All settled in. Yes. Yes. Um, loving it. And I'm like you, Sue. I'm just feeling settled now. You know, mm-hmm. so um, feels like home. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think that's the thing that you really want to have, right? That feeling mm-hmm. that you're actually settled and you're content mm-hmm. where you are. Yeah. And I think all three of us still has one kid in Alberta. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rather strange. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Really strange. But Like having said that, like right from the beginning, I said we are four time zones away from each other. So if we get tech difficulties, we are blaming it on the time zones. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it just goes to show how large Canada is and you don't really realize it until you are kind of far away from each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there's no standing anywhere and just waving now. It's like I don't even know which way to turn. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it does make it a little bit more challenging to get together to, to record, but we're going to figure it out. 
and hopefully we'll get in the swing of things soon. Yeah, yeah. So what about <laughs> yeah. you? What have you been up to? <sighs> Apart from making trouble as usual. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, when I was prepping for tonight, I was trying to think about the changes and what I wanted to share. And I started thinking that 2021 was probably the most challenging mentally and emotionally for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that has nothing to do with the pandemic even. When we started 2021, 2021, I don't even know what year it is anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I shared a little bit about my husband was going through cancer treatment and which was incredibly difficult. But, you know, when that was finished and he started recovering, you know, we thought we could relax for a while and we did. But then in the middle of summer, BC was hit with the massive wildfire. And that <laughs> happened to be where Deb and I live. And we were evacuated from our home for five whole weeks, which felt at the time like a lifetime. Deb, I don't know how yeah. you felt, but and for three to four of those weeks, we actually didn't know if our homes had survived because we were getting no information. And I think I found that to be the most incredibly stressful time. So I think I found the past year was a huge test. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a test on how I manage anxiety and emotions. And I had lots of cries. But, you know, I, I, I said to my husband, let me have this moment. You know, I had a ball. I bawled my eyes out. But I, I felt that I needed to just have that moment, let it go through, and then I could regroup. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. you know, normally you'd say, okay, try to be brave, put on a brave face, and keep it all inside. But I just felt like it was over so much faster if I just let it go. Uh-huh. So I yeah. had a cry, felt that emotion, and then like, okay, I can, I can move on. Yeah. And there was a particular night... Uh, during the evacuation when someone had posted pictures of our whole mountain and it was completely on fire. And uh, one person posted that it was our neighborhood that was completely gone. And I think that was the tough, a really, really tough night. And I said to my husband, okay, I'm not going to sleep until we have a plan. And we sat down and I said, okay, worst case scenario, if everything is gone, if we've lost everything, what are we going to do? And we spent an hour writing out a plan. This is what I was, you know, what we're going to do. And I felt like that really, really saved my sanity that night. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, whatever happens now, we have a plan. Mm -hmm. And I think that with someone with anxiety, I think having a plan and knowing facts is huge. Uh-huh. You know, like thinking on the bright side when you in your mind, you think your house is gone and then trying to think on the bright side, that doesn't work. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can try and think that. But at three o'clock in the morning, when your brain is just going on and on and on, having a plan to say, OK, if I've lost everything, this is what we're going to do was massively helpful. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was completely happy to see the back of 2021, to be honest, you know? Yeah. 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 The world is still a bit of a shit show, but I'm glad to be starting a new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really weird. I was just thinking, actually, as, as you said, 2021, it was like, it feels like so long ago. Yeah. 
it, it's almost as if kind of we've all compartmentalized it it's like we'll put 2020 and 2021 away we're kind of done with that crap let's move on <laughs> yeah. let's move on because yes. it was i mean like it it's just been the most incredible couple of years like you know when you take all the personal stuff aside it, it has just been amazing um and not in a very good way so yeah mm-hmm. i i can see exactly how having a plan would be really beneficial and i remember kind of being in alberta we had days where the the smoke you, you could <clears throat> you could smell it you could taste it as you're outside and yeah. just thinking oh shit mm-hmm. this is so bad this is so bad i hope everyone's okay and um just sort of waiting for your messages waiting for something to, to pop up on twitter and going okay okay that's where we're up to and that that was me not personally involved at all so i can't imagine kind of what it was like for for both you and and everybody else going through that with your families just oh mm-hmm. my goodness i wouldn't wish it on anybody like i just think it is so emotional and to be and to be honest like this fire started 100 kilometers away from us mm-hmm. so there was no thought in my mind that this was going to happen you know, I just thought, okay, well, it's far enough away. It's in the bush. I mean, we are in a very, like Deb and I live in on a mountain in the country, surrounded by forest. So, I mean, of course, if there's a wildfire, it does concern us. We are right next to the lake. So, you know, it's very common to see the helicopters picking up water from the lake and, and dousing a fire somewhere. But to be then told, like we knew things were happening, we knew people were getting evacuated, but it was the long weekend in August, Deb, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was the Sunday night Yeah, when all of a sudden we were told, get out. How long do you get, like, do, do they say, right, just grab essentials, you're out the door now? Is that how it happens? We are part of a certain district. We are close to the Okanagan Indian Band. And they were phenomenal because they were telling people were on their land what was happening, that they were evacuating people. This is what you do. This is what you do. And we weren't getting any information of where we are. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of following them to see like what was happening. Like that was fairly close to us. They were on alert for, oh gosh, I think a week. Mm-hmm. Then they started evacuating people. And where Deb and I live, we weren't even on alert. Mm-hmm. So, and we had signed up for all the um, the notifications and the messages. So, you know, Deb and I were messaging each other and saying like, have you heard anything? And we hadn't. Yeah. And then my son said to me, you better start thinking about getting some stuff together. And they always tell you to put 72 hours mm-hmm. uh, so that you can leave. So I started to think about, okay, maybe I should put some stuff in a bag. Maybe I should do this. And then my son looked at social media and said, oh, we got to get out. Mm-hmm. And I looked out the window because I still like, you know me, I, I, I never really live in reality. I'm always in this <laughs> little bit of a dream world. So I look out the window and I could see people just packing up and leaving. And I thought, oh, my God, this is real. Now, if you can imagine, Sue, this was a long weekend in the Okanagan, tourist season. (laughs) And now they're telling you to get out and wherever you go, just go. 
mm-hmm. where the hell do you go? You know, mm-hmm. and this is my second evacuation. I'd been evacuated when we lived in Calgary during the flood and we left it too late and you couldn't get a hotel room. And so I said to my husband, you know, start phoning, get us a room at least for the night so we mm-hmm. can because this was like, what, Deb, seven, eight o'clock at night? Yeah, it, it was later in the evening. Yeah, so that's what happened. We were out expecting to be back in a week, and it was five weeks. What the hell? Yeah. And then later on, there were all the floods. Mm-hmm. Yes. We were, all the highways uh, to the west of us were cut off. Yeah, that was terrifying as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, BC's had it really rough. Yeah. If anyone's listening, why do you think I moved to Nova Scotia? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said, yeah, bugger the West. I'm going East. Yeah. I mean, we are in a place where it's very dry. BC is known for being a fairly humid place, but we are in a part where it's very dry. So... You know, the, the floods didn't happen where we were, but it did cut off a lot of our highways. So, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. Let's hope this year is a little bit kinder, please. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it, it's funny, sort of, the, the 72 hours reminded me that we got an alert earlier. Um, we, we've got another big winter storm coming in. And oh. uh, we have these fairly frequently, it would appear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you <laughs> I don't know whether this is kind of normal or not. It depends who you speak to. But um, mm. yeah, like a, a few weeks ago, the, the power went out for like just where I am. It was 16 hours. Other people were much, much longer than that. And uh, I was on my own. I had no electricity, so I had no power. Um, fortunately, I did have water, but no heating or anything. And uh, people were like, so what, what did you do? And I went... Well, I put my bobble hat on and uh, <laughs> some thick socks and I went back to bed and read my book. <laughs> there you go. You, you just have to wait it out, really, don't you? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you just do what you have to do. And, you know, I can see over an extended period of time how that, you know, it, it just becomes more and more stressful because, you know, you can't do anything that's normal. And... Um, Yes, every time we yeah. get one of these mm-hmm. alerts, I think, yeah, yeah, no, I know what I need to do now. I've got flashlights, I've got candles, I've got battery-operated candles, I've got water, <laughs> I've got drinks, yeah. I've got food, I'm good. Yeah. Do you work at home? Yes. You yeah. work at home, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yes, that helps. I mean, when the power goes out, like, it's just like You're sending done. in a text and it's like, bye. yeah you know when once your power out your your internet's gone and it's like oh what do I do now Mm -hmm. no internet (laughs) yeah well I mean it's really funny because um like obviously my youngest is in school still and you know in Alberta you'd get a, a ton of snow and you know the roads wouldn't be great and everything maybe the bus was bus wouldn't run you know, sort of usually the rural buses wouldn't in school would be fine, uh, in town would be fine. Here, no, school just closes. That's like, okay, that's fine again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, the business is closed as well because you can't get anywhere. <laughs> right. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. Everything's at a standstill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the, these past two years have been exhausting and disappointing with flashes of happiness in between, I guess, right? <laughs> you know, there's been lots of highs and lots of lows. But, yeah. you know, yeah. having said that, I suppose we we really should be grateful that we're we're still here. We're still feisty as ever, depending on the day or the time of day. So what are you up to now, Sue? Like what's what's got? Oh, I guess you're getting ready to move into your house. Yes. Well, obviously, most of my belongings are in um, a container somewhere. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Not 100 percent sure where. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they'll show up somewhere. Yeah, so that, that's kind of a bit weird. And, you know, some of my stuff is here. You know, we made sure that we have the essentials. So, you know, my son has his computer set up. So, you know, he has a little bit of normality. And yeah, so it's just kind of working, getting to know the place. Yeah. And um, yeah, getting ready to move again. And I swear, I'm not doing it again. Oh my God, mm. neither am I. They're going to have to carry yeah. me out of this yeah. place. <laughs> I'm, I'm done moving. Like that whole, like Christmas was a blur. I think yeah. I was back in Alberta for three, maybe four days. And the only wow. day we took off not packing was Christmas Day. Oh. And I worked Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's oh, horrible. Boy. Moving is horrible. I don't care yeah. what yeah. anybody says. Mm-hmm. It is horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can't wait. The new place is on the the side of a lake. We have the most amazing lake views. We can walk down to the lake. We can paddle in it. We can swim in it. We can do whatever. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a good way to spend the summer. And I get yes. to figure out another garden. That's right. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, how are all three of us have views of the lake? There's something going on here. <laughs> that there's a common theme. <laughs> yeah. We know what we want. Yeah, we want water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, it makes me happy to stare out at the water for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Deb, how about you? What's what's happening with you? Well, right now, let me see. I I came into this new year wanting it to be about myself. <laughs> good for you (laughs) 10 out of 10 yeah and I don't mean to sound selfish but I really lost myself last year in every possible way like you know with the with the fires and all that I lost my routine I lost my working out and it really affected my year Mm -hmm. drastically yeah like by the end of the year I was like you know who am I so yeah I went into this year thinking I have to prioritize myself and and that's what I've been doing and um, I've really enjoyed it you know what have you been doing like obviously working out well I I know I'm back to working out because I I ended up losing my routine you know we had first we had the flood here in the house then we had we Mm -hmm. were evacuated you know and then I was back and forth Alberta all the time because we had that mental health issue in the family and it was just back and forth so Mm -hmm. I everything so I've just been working out I've been eating really well I've been thinking about you know I even put my dog in front of myself and I'm like what the heck 
mm-hmm. the stupidest things, you know? And it's just prioritizing myself, like, what do I want to do? Or simple things, Sue, just simple yeah. things. So when you say um, eating really good, I think we have probably a different idea of what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it means less potatoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been like following, I've been doing the nutrition course and it's really helped me yeah. know what I need to eat, when I need to eat. Just, I like that stuff. Like it yes. interests me. So we do know when everybody that listens knows that you like your routine oh, and you thrive on that way. I right? do. I yeah. do. Yes. I need it. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So do you want to know what I'm up to? We oh, do. go on then. <laughs> ah, so I'm waiting for it to get a bit warmer. So we can finish building my new studio slash cabin slash greenhouse slash office. Oh. <gasps> uh-huh. Yeah. That's my big thing now. And okay, so Sue, this is what happened. So pre-pandemic, <laughs> the office in our house was all mine. Mm-hmm. But now that my husband works 100% from home, I've been relegated to the living room because he has Zoom meetings all day, every day, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Plus, I've got my painting stuff that was in the office. Now it's all over the dining room table. So he's building me like a garden shed. But it's, you know, my my studio cabin greenhouse office. Mm-hmm. Good lad. Yes. Not a yurt. Not a yurt. No. It's all prefab. So we have all the materials ready to go. He's built the foundation for me. We even got a building permit so that, you know, they can't come and say that's too big. Mm -hmm. So it'll be my own little space. Uh I know that you both know this, but, and you probably have the same thing. But when you've lived with only men for so long, Mm -hmm. I need a girl place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a drinking wine place. (laughs) It is a drinking tea place. It's a drinking wine place. It's a lollying around with my painting and my doodahs. And it's a place I can just escape to. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's down the garden, but it's my space and it'll be all mine and no boys allowed. Yay. Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) See, I'm still owed one of those. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, he would, he, well, no, <laughs> that, that, that sounds really bad. Um, like before we left, like at the start of the summer, he built this amazing potting table for me. Like it was, it had a lid, it had shelves, it had like a thing that I could fill with soil, a thing that I could fill with water. It had space for my tools. Obviously oh. we had to leave that behind. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it is kind of still on the table. So I can't really complain because the plan was always that I would get these things. Yes. But then I got a job out of province. So um, yeah, I can't really complain, can I? <laughs> no. Well, you can't. But I do think in this middle age kind of thing, we need our own spaces and our own things, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we take care of other people, you know, all the time. But you can't really escape to your own little place. Unless, mm-hmm. of course, you're lucky enough to have a little space. 
Yes. Well, mm-hmm. and I will have my own dedicated office. Nice. Not just yeah. tucked away in the basement. And yeah, like hopefully I will fill it with other things. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do. <laughs> Collect. Yes. Bits. And then nobody can complain that your stuff's all over the because I'm a little bit messy anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. And then it's your mess and your mess alone. And the only person that can complain about it is you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Because that's that's what I've had the past few months. It's really weird having people around me again. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. the thing, right? It's like, oh, you get a little routine of like, oh, you can talk to yourself and, you know, <laughs> eat when you want to and eat whatever you want to. And then it's like, oh, no, you got to think about other people. Yeah. And I used to complain <laughs> about whoever was leaving a mess. And then it occurred to me it was me. So I kind of just... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sucked it up and moved it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Oh well, that's good. So Deb's Deb's putting herself first. I'm building a space. Sue's building a whole new life out there for herself. You um, know what? We're all putting ourselves first. Deb has led are. the way. It's about bloody that's time, right. isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, if you can't do it in midlife, when can you do it? Exactly. What's the point of waiting for the right time? Because the right time's now. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not getting any younger for some reason. No. 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 Unfortunately, we're not going backwards. We are not. No. 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 That's all right. Mm-hmm. What else do we have to share? Oh, gosh. I have to tell you, Sue. <laughs> the <laughs> other night, I had this dream. Uh-uh. And... <laughs> All these people kept messaging me and said, have you seen Deb lately? And I said, no, not really, not physically. Oh, well, she's had all these lip injections. <laughs> so I'm like, no, she hasn't. And they were like, no, you better get on Instagram and look at her pictures. So I went on Instagram and there's Deb with all these big lips. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God. God no, it's just a filter. And people are like, no, it's not a filter. You can't have a filter just for your lips. And I'm like, yes, you can. But anyway, Monday morning, I woke up and I thought, my God, like, was that a dream or was that a premonition? Like, so I messaged Deb and I said, sister, do you have big lips? Well, I probably should have put context around that question because she didn't know what the hell I was talking about. But anyway, she put me at rest that she did not have lip injections and she hasn't gone on Instagram to show them off. But I was totally convinced she had Lisa Rinna lips. (laughs) I said I would like fuller lips, actually. But, you know, that's just a wish someday. Not even a wish, but it would be nice. Yeah, Um, I kind of, well, the thought briefly flashes through my mind and then I'm like, but what if I was one of those people that ended up with a trout pout? Well, there you go. Yeah. That's what worries me. That's why I was so like, oh, my God, she's gone and done that. Because we are a thin <laughs> lip family. So I thought, oh, God, she's gone and done that. Because, you know, she does come up once in a while and say, oh, I need, I need eyebrows. Well, why don't you both oh, have it eyebrows. done together? Oh, my God. I, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, it reminds me I need to find a brow person. Oh, God, that reminds me. 
on Twitter the other day, I saw this thing where they were talking about on the runway, the models have thin eyebrows now. And they said, maybe thin eyebrows are coming back. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hope they do. (laughs) That's a surprise. I'm out of date again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Sue, I'm never in trend, so don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I did look, though, the other day, and I was like, geez, I need to do something about them. (laughs) Yeah, I just cut bangs again, so I'm okay for Uh a while. Yeah, I'm okay for a while now. Don't have to worry about the eyebrows. Oh, God. Oh, we're never happy. We are never happy. I'm so happy to be back. You know, in a way, it's like we've never been away. I know. Just kind of pick it up, start again. Yeah, it's that easy. Yeah. I love you guys. I love you guys too. Yay. We're so far away now. (laughs) I know. Let's just call it a night. Stay safe, stay sane. And until next time, bye for now. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Exciting. Before you go, we legally have to tell you that all the opinions and information we share on this podcast is based on our own personal experiences and should never be taken as professional advice. We may sometimes sound like we know what we're talking about, but the Taming Crazy podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so please consult with a qualified professional for any and all health advice. Thanks for listening. Bye.